Welcome to the Wisdom for Warriors podcast. On this episode, we have Gravy Actual and Point Man Dan. All right, so we're back. I've got a Gravy Actual here, uh, all the way in from Florida. Long drive. Yeah, we got a. Uh, also have Dan here. Um, they both came up to help us out with some courses we got going on, and they brought some crappy weather with us. With them, talk about that. About that. <clears throat> but um, Dan, you haven't been on the show before, so just give a little, give a little intro about you, and we'll get get into it. Uh, name's Dan Minnick. Um, my Instagram is pointmandan. Uh, I am prior military. Mm-hmm. I did 13 years Coast Guard. Got out of the Coast Guard and uh, moved back to my hometown in St. Pete, Florida, and um, jumped on with the VA, became a cop with them, and uh, recently, I've been with the VA for about five years, six years now, Um, about the last year, I uh, have taken on the training position, so me and Mike have been uh, rolling the ball with that, digging in deep, we had to rebuild our entire department for training, it kind of slipped the last two years or so, mm. so a lot of admin work, a lot of that job. That's that's been the life. Yeah, that's where we all met about a year ago. Was, do you remember the dates? From I think year? it was literally because like right I keep time. getting pop-ups of memories. And, yeah. yeah. Our, so was, our instructor GDR class was this exact time period. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, so my, yeah, my, my birthday was Sunday. Yeah. I was up here. Four of our either way Same about thing. a year ago you guys came down for the, the instructor course yeah. and we had some weather issues then we had hail ice, ice, ice freezing rain i called you all the murphy's class because there was something that seemed like i was going out computers with that. wouldn't work switch classrooms all that nonsense yeah, and then the, the call out for the national guard happened yep yep so we had the the, the um the protests and riots yeah. in Memphis. that's what it was yeah it's crazy that's been a year already but you all decided to bring some crappy weather instead of the nice warm weather you know from florida you brought uh, another snowstorm i prefer, I prefer this <laughs> <laughs> i thrive in in this weather as much I think the heat brings out people, anger in people, and yeah. the cold kind of keeps you either in the house Chill. or, yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is true. Um, that's when, like, a lot of crimes, especially violent crimes, spike is yeah. in the, the warmer, especially on brutal, brutal hot days. People more, are just annoyed. More people outside. <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah, you guys have been here, was this, like, day eight or something like that? Yeah. Something and uh, came in. Yeah, minus the missed day. Oh yeah, because we we didn't get to train on Monday. But um, you, uh, Mike, you've been doing Weedify for how long now? I think it's going on nine months. Okay. Eight or nine months. I'd like to give a huge shout out to them. They, I think we kind of intermingled because I've seen you were uh, involved with Weedify too. And uh, it's an amazing program. Yeah. Uh, anything anything veteran oriented, especially uh, combat vet wise or anything like that, it, it, you know, 
we sort of sort of get left behind a little bit sometimes and forgot about. And this is a cool way to build a team and be put on a, they always say put on a different uniform. And so putting on a gi and that kind of stuff is, you know, it's camaraderie. Yeah, it, 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 it gets your mind off of something for a while. So, yeah, um, I am waiting for my dogs to go nuts right now, <clears throat> but um, <laughs> there's always noises. It, it never fails. Something always happens. Ooh, car went by. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one day, I, maybe I'll be big enough to have my own studio. But yeah, I've been doing We to Five for, it hasn't even been that long, but I had a lot of excuses since I had my neck surgery as far as training goes. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a scary surgery i had it i was uh my injury happened in 29 uh, 2020 february of 21 i had the neck surgery and i was 31 so like that was a pretty scary yeah. you know surgery for being that young yeah. uh two discs replaced and a fusion so but my doctor's like yeah you'll be able to get back to training you know what's well, so good about jujitsu is it you know depending on who and what you know what you're training it's it can be super low impact yeah. and it doesn't have to be, you know, that competitive stuff that you see all the time. So, yeah. So, but that, for me, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I had, uh, I had the, the neck injury and then because of that neck injury, it caused me to have some other injuries training cause it messed up a lot of things. So I had a lot of excuses. Um, if everyone can see, we have, the, we have the dogs here. <laughs> Jumped up on the bed. Yeah, I've got a horde of pit bulls. They're lap dogs. <clears throat> um, I'm sure you can probably, you'll probably all be able to hear her snarling like a freaking gremlin. Anyways, um, but I had a lot of excuses over the years as far as continuing to train. Um, and it took me a while. And I I reached out to, to Weedify. I was like, man, this, in my video to them, I was like, all right, if I do this, this will be that, hey, yeah, you have to hold. You have to accountability. They they hold you to it, and they, you know, they check in on our on your school, and and uh, you kind of have to sign a contract to yeah. make sure that you follow through with that. So it was super hard for me to find a school that would that would uh, take it. Yeah. Um. So you've been doing it for that long now, and Dan. I'm, I'm uh, I'm, I'm waiting. What do you on, say? Welcome to the dojo. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting on a callback from Weedify. Um, I'll tell you, I um, I'm, I'm very, very new to jujitsu. Um, you know, tell them the story. Yeah, tell them so, the, the humbling story. So, so doing doing our ground defense, and we're instructors, and we're teaching this stuff, right? Um, but I had never been into jujitsu. Um, so when we came up here, uh, was it for GDR? For ATR, yeah, one of them. So We've been there. So we came up, and the president of Weedify, mm -hmm. um, Travis Larson, yeah. um, we we met up with him and um, went over to West Side. I believe that's what y'all yeah, said. Yeah, went to West Side, <clears throat> and that was my first time rolling, actually jujitsu. And in a gi, right? In a first time, yeah. So they they loaned me a gi to use, and uh, and went into the role. And the um, the professor of of the dojo. Um, came out and introduced himself and talked to me a little bit, and, uh, and obviously black belt. 
And uh, he's like, okay, so you're in law enforcement, ex-military. Um, so I'm going to put your hands behind your back. And uh, I was like, okay. Um, he's like, your only mission is to not let me do that. So I'm going to get your hands behind your back like you're being handcuffed. And your only mission is to not let me do that. Uh, I lasted 42 seconds. And I, I gave it my everything. I'm not a, I'm not a big guy. I'm 5'5", 150 pounds. But, you know, I'm in decent shape. I work out daily. Um, I feel like I can handle myself. Um, so he, uh, he had me in 42 seconds, and I was completely gassed. Um, I went like my life depended on it. And I was literally dead. That was it. And uh, it was very, very, very humbling. Yeah. So as soon as we got back, that was, that was it. I'm getting in jujitsu. If I got to pay for it, I'll pay for it. I'm trying to get on with Weedify. I'm waiting on the callback. I went through the whole process. I'm just waiting on the on the actual confirmation. Yeah. And everything, but they've been slammed this year, so yeah. I'm sure they got a record year. Yeah. Um. So how long ago was that? Uh, that was three months ago. Okay. Maybe. And then you you came down here. I came down here. <laughs> so 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 I rolled. <laughs> So I've, I've rolled twice, rolled twice, and then I came down here, and, uh, and then y'all informed me about the lunch break workout. Yes. And, uh, so we cut cut class. Once uh, everyone goes to lunch, we change out, and uh, I, I call it, you guys call it learning. <laughs> I call it a beating. Yeah. Um, but I, I have learned every day we roll. Yep. Um, so roll with you guys is, is great. Um, I'm sore. My mm-hmm. body hurts, but I've I've learned the amount that I feel I would probably learn in six months, four months of, of going to classes. Yeah, we we've actually had a pretty light, some pretty light sessions since you guys have been here. Like people are still kind of on leave, and you know, with the just the uptick of things. But um, <clears throat> I'm definitely proud of you both for just like jumping in there with us because. You know, Ryan calls us the gorilla crew because most of us are over 200 pounds. Um, it's been fun. I, I, I love it. I love <clears throat> I it, It's a love-hate. Like, I always tell him I hate to lose. And yeah. we literally lose every single time we're in there. But you don't say that. You either win or you learn. So, mm-hmm. um, so there's like a fire that's in me that is like, I, you know, give me a year. You know, maybe I can do a little bit better. So, yeah, the, the, I've been doing jiu-jitsu on and off since the military, did combatives in the Army a little bit, never wrestled or anything. And I, I look back, like, if I stuck with it then, you know, where would I be now? Probably yeah, maybe even a black belt. So, waste of time, you know, catching up to things and living with that regret. But kind of use it as drive. And I try to, you know, tell people that, say, well, maybe I could, or maybe I should, like, you know, you don't want to be 10 years down the road and say, well, what if I did that? Yeah. That, that regret is something I, I have and, and a lot of different things, but jujitsu is one of them because it, it, like Tim Kennedy says, and every, you know, it's a superpower. You literally, I mean, it doesn't matter how big you are or small, mm-hmm. you dominate that person. I, mean, I think it's, you said 1% of the population even, train in a martial art so you know it just puts you at the top yeah and that and like b 
being in that shark tank of the guys that we have at work that you guys are experiencing right now, <clears throat> like you, I'm uh, generally when there's other people in there, I'm just getting my butt whooped the whole time. You know, when these guys like Ryan and you know Rich, you know people that have competed and yeah. been doing it for a lot longer than I have. Um, but then when I do go to other places, I, it's, it's a whole different yeah. experience. And it, when, like you said, when you lose, you learn. When you get put in those situations, you know, you, you realize, all right, I probably shouldn't put my hand there next time, or I probably, you know, should have bucked or trapped or shrimped or whatever the case may be. Um, and you even said today when we were on, you're like, uh, I, I just had to let it happen to see, yeah. see where it was going. Yeah, learn, you can tell when mind. something's going on. So it's like, you know, you know, you're going to be put into a nasty position, but, yeah. you know, feeling it and trying to maybe figure out a way out, you know, but also something we talked about is, you know, like your craft, you get sometimes instructors who, and I'll be the first to say I've judged certain people and I was completely wrong, but you usually can judge somebody by how they look or whatever. You know, you get a guy who's how they carry themselves. Who, yeah, yeah, who can't, who, who can barely walk upstairs, and, and this is your GDR instructor. Like, you, you know, you could wipe the mat with them. So I think doing those rounds, you know, we did it today. Like, tried to do, you know, a certain move we learned, and, and it didn't work. So what do you do? You just sit there and give up or do you move to something else? And so being able to really figure out what works and what doesn't, you know, it's, you can't pay for that. It's, you know, it's like, that's why I love doing this. Well, it's, so I, I, we've all worked out. We've all done our fitness, whether during military, after military, um, because you have to. Um, Mm -hmm. It wasn't until probably, I want to say maybe three years, two years to where I took fitness very serious and it became a lifestyle. Yeah. And, and I, I speech that I, when I go onto my Instagram or, or if you post something of mine on there, a lot of things that I say in there, like, this is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. When it came to the new year's like, okay, everyone's making their new year's resolution. Don't pick one thing to make a resolution, make it a life change. Do something that's going to benefit you life in the long run. Fitness is a lifestyle. Now that I've been humbled, I now have another lifestyle that I'm taking on. Jiu-Jitsu is a lifestyle. It is something to incorporate in your daily life, whether it's at your work, with your your family, whatever it is. It's a lifestyle. That's what it is. Absolutely. And it – you've talked about judging people and stuff like that. I still have a bad habit of doing that like at the gym. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you're big and you're pushing big weight. You can fight, probably not. <laughs> but yeah, and people make yeah. fun of my workouts, like you know, you're psycho or whatever. You know, what good is the you know the bench press if if you know you got to be able to move that weight? I, I feel like yeah. you know, unless that's what you do, you're you're a bodybuilder. You're you know a, you know that's your world. But in our world, you know. You could be the, you know, we've seen with the Gracies and even any anyone nowadays, you could be the biggest, strongest guy in the world, but, you know, you face somebody who has some training, not even a black belt, just, just a, an average jiu-jitsu guy, mm-hmm. that muscle goes right down the toilet. You know? Yeah. So that, to me, that's a huge, why not train and be good at everything, you know? 
Absolutely. And that's what I, I try to do now. So on that that kind of um like with that sticker Ryan gave us the other day, you know, talks about the yeah, sure. the bear and the shark, right? <clears throat> in the woods, the bear's the baddest mofo. In the ocean, it's you know generally the shark, right? The apex of each environment. Yeah, but if you put them in each other's environment, you know, you put a bear in the ocean, he becomes you know shark bait. Yeah. You put a shark on land, he becomes sushi. So um, you know, it's that what being well rounded. You know, we <clears throat> get guys all the time that come through like, oh, I just you know I just punch them. There's that. Like, well, when was the last time you actually punched something? Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you you were you know accurate enough to punch somebody and then hit that knockout button, you know? And then the same thing, just even if if you have jujitsu, how's your the overall fitness? You know, how's your what you ingest? Are you eating well? Um, yeah, it makes you want to change everything. Yeah, cardio. Because the, the cardio is is it's like nothing else, you know. It's different. Because you, you you know people that can run a marathon, but you put them on the mat yep. and you and like Goggins and them say like when, when I roll with people with with no experience, you know you feel you feel their soul come out, you feel all that energy get released, yep. and and then it's you know it's game over. We it's, had a we had a guy so uh, maybe two classes ago, two instructor classes ago. He was literally riding his bicycle from the hotel to the hill. No oh, damn. And that hill alone is no joke. Like, yeah. I've, I've said it. I'm yeah, like, I don't even want to walk up that thing. <laughs> I probably should do it because of that. But, I mean, he was literally riding his bike every day. And so he had good cardio until he got on his back. Yep. I'm, I, told, I went on like different type of cardio. Huh? Yeah. And it really is. And it humbles you. Yeah. Your heart's beating. You're in panic mode fight or flight, you know, 90% of people give up, you know, they don't, they roll to their stomach or they'll, you know, we're teaching not to tap. What happens if the bad guy taps you, you just let them up, you, you, you keep going. A training start. Especially yeah. for cops. I think that's what gets me like the most maybe heat or whatever. You know, I don't agree with an out of shape cop. I think it's, it's unsafe. It's, you know, it's all those, those keywords yeah. and you don't have an excuse you, you see the things all the time you know when you sign up you, you've lost the right to be unfit but there's so many unfit cops who think the badge and you might be able to attest you might think the badge will protect you but in in today's day and age you know they don't care but to even go further with that what if you're at walmart and you know you're with your family and now you have exactly. to, to do something what are you going to do you know you're going to flip out your badge and say look dude i'm a cop you're going to get you're going to get who Punch knows what's going to happen something yeah, that's what i that's what because you know i say to students all the time like i don't put on a, a vest and drum belt anymore but there's crackheads in every walmart yeah. right we have methods here in arkansas <laughs> you know tomato tomato right like it's <clears throat> i i have to be able to protect myself and my family and you know that again that's that overall thing right i i feel comfortable in a hand-to-hand -hand situation and it, pretty comfortable with shooting that's probably my weakest aspect of shooting but also then my physical um capabilities like if there's a burning if my house catches on fire mm -hmm. i have to run in and carry my wife out am you i able to do that 100 percent. and i you know maybe it's insensitive to say but like could you do that 
you know, yeah. think about that. Whoever's listening, like, you know, or on your team, who's the biggest guy on your team? Could you pick yeah. him up and, and get him to safety or pull them or whatever you got to do? Yeah. You know, I think when I was on my team originally, you know, I would pick the heaviest guy and could I pick him up and carry him? And you should think about that, but could you get your family out? Yeah. You know, are you in that shape? That can our last training session that we had at the office, um, you know, one of the points that I put across was, you know, our main hospital is five floors. Yeah. Well, the five floors, there is a hidden floor in every space. Special, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> we had that Detroit too. So technically, the five floor building is, is nine, or yeah. because it doesn't have the space like there, but it's, it's a nine story building. So mm-hmm. what happens? We have a fire up on the fifth floor. Tap out, go home. Down. <laughs> Elevator, call fire ring out. the bell. <laughs> I'm, I'm checking out for the day. I don't yeah. feel good. Yeah, no, you, you got to go. So elevator is down. You got to get up there, yep. right? So are you going to be able to get up those flight of stairs in the first place? Yeah. Once you get up there, are you going to be able to perform perform your duties? Yep. Not even perform your duties, but are you going to be able to save people, get them down, go back up? Are you going to be able to continue to save those lives? Yeah. I, I, one of the things I say um, is if you and your, for mostly for law enforcement, <clears throat> but this could go uh, in a broader sense, but I usually say, I'm like, hey, if you and your current state, your current physical capabilities, training, everything, if you were in a knockout fight for your life, would you be comfortable with you and your current state being your back yeah. to actually come Same. and all they need you need them to be like you're about to die mm-hmm. are you comfortable with you showing up to back you up <clears throat> and that's not, a if you're not are you comfortable with going to that person's wife or kids after saying hey i i couldn't make it to oh, him yeah. and I, I i tell them honestly i'm like you know honestly back in 2020 i put on some some you know yeah well, that's weight what, and I wasn't working out. None of us were. I'm like yeah. I, back then, I wouldn't have been as comfortable as I am today. Dude. But now today, I work out five plus days a week. We have to be trans- train. transparent, you know, because like I, I've been super out of shape. I, I was, you know, at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, and like so, but that's saying that it's possible. Like if you're in a position where you can't, if, if you look in the mirror and you're like, "There's just no way I can do this." I, you know, I've tried everything. I can't do it. Like. You definitely can do it. You know, yep. it, it, you just have to every day do something. You know, I heard something today uh, that something like it was a really high percentage. I don't remember exactly, but you know, we're what what's today? Seventeenth, I think. Seventeenth, um, like something like seventy plus percent of people have already given up on their New Year's mm-hmm. resolutions. And one of the things is, and I and I say it all the time, is like just take little baby steps. The problem with New Year's resolution is people make these grand yeah. resolutions like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Well, that, that's a lot of weight. Start with five. Like, if you, if you had a want. 20 pounds, dude, that's almost the size of my dog. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that's a big chunk of fat, right? If you make those smaller commitments, right, like, I'm going to take the stairs inside of the elevator at least one once a day that's that's those are the small resolutions that are going to yeah. make you a bigger uh, out uh, have the bigger outcome and um you know that's where a lot of people fail that's why we all hate going to the gym those first two weeks of the, mm-hmm. of the new year but after that the crowd thins back out you have to want to do it 
and take that first step towards it and then just develop that habit. Everything's just a habit. And well, it's just like jujitsu and the gym and, and brushing your teeth. Like you, yep. as long as it's a priority and then you got to let those people know that around you, Hey, look, this is my priority now. Yep. That this is priority, not dinner, not, you know, Netflix. like sometimes, sometimes, you know, like baseball games with my, my kid, you know, you know, I'm working out before we go to the, the game or, you know, whatever it is, you have to fit it in. You always have to say like when I, when I, Talk about it being a lifestyle. You know, yeah. One of the things that I, I put out there is, is the way I explain it is, okay, you wake up, you set an alarm. You set an alarm in the morning, you get up. Why? Because you have to go to work. Why do you have to go to work? Because you got to pay your bills. Gotta Part eat. of life. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. Okay. Well, why aren't you setting an alarm to go to the gym? Why don't you go to the gym? Do you care about your health? Do you care about your well-being for your family? If you have any type of medical issues, if you're overweight, whatever it is, that leads into more health issues. Mm-hmm. It is a lifestyle change. I'm not saying that you need to be like me at the beginning and be going to the gym two hours a day. Yeah. Okay. But what are you doing now? Yep. Nothing. Set an alarm. It doesn't got to be an hour. It doesn't got to be 30 minutes. Do something. Yep. Set an alarm. At this time, I'm getting up. I'm doing jumping jacks, sit-ups, push-ups. That's it. You did something more than what you did. Start making the change. It's uh, you don't have to jump. You can just take that baby step. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chad Robichaud's uh, Mighty Oaks Foundation talks about. You know, if you don't like the way things are going, why not try something different? Try something new. You know, and <clears throat> but that, there's a lot of fear in that for people. And I get it. Like we ha- we have that military background, so. Doing stuff like that isn't is scary. Um, I changed my routine because I used to work out only at lunch. Like I wasn't rolling, I wasn't training. I also was missing a lot of class. You know, this was back before I got you know tied up with Leo Five. But then I was like, All right, I got to change. I need to work out first thing in the morning so that I can also train during lunch and you know get together. Well, that's the thing. Like, I didn't want to go to the gym yesterday honestly i really haven't wanted to go any day that we've rolled because that in, in <laughs> of itself is it's a workout <laughs> i wore my chest strap one day and we i did 600 calories in in that hour yeah. you know it's you just it, it, like you you don't give yourself an option there is no option no. i mean i'm to do it like i said i'm i'm five five 150 pounds and all you guys are 200 plus and you guys are rolling on me so my ribs, my body, I am sore. I'm beat up. Because yeah. we're doing this every day. Every day. I am, and I'm not used to this at all. I do not want to go to the gym. Well, you know what we did yesterday? We went to the gym. Yep. And we killed ourselves at the gym. There was something a wife um, sent me recently or showed me or something. It was <clears throat> some. there's a part of your brain that thrives when you do something you don't want to do oh it was a, no it's actually my buddy said it was about a pastor um he got into an ice bath he's like i hate getting an ice bath Ugh. but hate it. your brain thrives on that it's growing and um like, there's so many different things man it's like um that's why i run you know the other day you know, like, yeah you know, no, I like, it's just no need you know it's it's lit my face is like 
there's ice on my face from running, but, and I don't want to do that. Like people think that I like to do that or well, some part of me does at this point. Like now I love yeah, it. It's become a habit. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a therapy thing, but I don't want to go get in the ice bath. I don't want to wake up at four because I, I know I have jujitsu tonight, but I still have to run, you know, it's like, I always, you know, you, you look to people. I look to people like Jocko, Kennedy. These these people are what Jocko changed my life. Jiu-jitsu, though. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? We never heard from him again. <laughs> he comes out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> this kid and Jocko. Yeah. You'll probably gonna, never hear this. He will listen. You'll never hear this, but I'm just joking. I'm going to send it to you. I love your pants. They're really comfortable. The jeans are really great. And, and by the way, if, you know, the mat is open. And let's see. We, I will fly up for that Ooh. convention. No. <laughs> so, uh, before we get me killed, so you said, Dan, you said like three years ago you decided something changed. Um, fitness and everything became a part of your life. What? Where were you at in your life? What changed that made that happen? Um, well, I, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, when I got out of the military, out of the Coast Guard in 18. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, when I got out, I, I, uh, I didn't, I wasn't in, I wasn't, I didn't shoot anybody. You know what I mean? I wasn't going door to door like some of the guys were out in the sand. Sure. Um, so I didn't believe I had any type of disabilities. I never applied for any VA discipline disabilities, mm-hmm. any of that stuff. Um, Two years after I got out, that's when I started realizing, yeah, I've got issues. Yeah. I've got issues. Um, you know, outside of the, you know, I've got herniated discs in my neck, back, you know, sleep apnea, I've got some issues. Um, but, you know, the, 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 the dreams and the lack of sleep and, and the PTSD mm-hmm. started playing a role. Um, they snuck up on me. Yeah. And I was having a hard time. Um, Jim is, and on my page, Jim is my therapy. That's, that's my statement. Jim is my therapy. And uh, I, it's it's a huge way to, to clear my mind. Um, you know, that day, I'll, I'll be in there for two hours plus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll, you know, everyone likes the camaraderie being in the gym, but, you know, I'll have days where I have to go in there and blast some music and put the hoodie on and not make eye contact with anyone and just do work. Yeah. Um, and so it's it became a necessity and um once i became more fit i started feeling better mm-hmm. um you know it like i said it became a lifestyle yeah. um not only to deal with with mental health and and, and all that but just physically you feel better mm-hmm. um you know so you go on past that now it's now it's now i'm doing jiu-jitsu it's, it has the same effect it's a different type of workout. It's a different type of mindset. Um, you know, some of the trainings we had to do a use of force review and do some remedial training with an officer. And the outcome was the officer was not, didn't have the confidence. That was the whole reason the officer didn't have confidence. Mm-hmm. You do jujitsu, now you have that confidence also. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's, you know, getting into jujitsu now, it's, it's the same thing. It gives you more confidence. It gives you not only in what you're doing in your job, but in confidence in you and your life. Yeah. 
Um, like I said, I got humbled. So, you know, I can't say I, I physically, but mentally I walk differently. I think about things differently. Yeah. Um, it opens the mind a little better. Um, so, you know, gym, jiu-jitsu, mat room, whatever it is, it's it's gets your mind where it needs to be. Yeah. Um, you know, they, one of those sayings is, you know, idle hands is the devil's playground. And for a lot of veterans, we, we get out, you know, off of our active duty time. Yeah. And I don't have to do PT now. Right. So then your body starts deteriorating. Things start hurting more. Your mind's starting to wander because you don't have a purpose. And that's a recipe for disaster. Um, and, you know, doing things like working out and jujitsu <clears throat> can take your mind off those things. You know, sometimes it, 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 it can be a numbing agent to a degree, but sometimes you need to take it another step and get you know therapy or whatever it may be. Um, I think dinner's ready. Stops. <laughs> um, so you know that's that's one of those things where I always tell guys that are I know that are getting out. You know some of my buddies that are still in and stuff. I'm like, man, like don't stop. You can't stop. Like, you know one of the you'll have a guy that's been in for 20 plus years, get out, has no purpose in life and takes their own life. Yeah. You know, somebody that gave a huge majority of their life to the military because they don't have a driving mode. You just got to keep going, find something different. Right? Yeah. You know, that's why social Thanks. media is, I mean, that's kind of where I, where we, I think we left off when last time was, you know, I was with the 82nd. They, they were the most in shape alcoholics. And then I get out and I carry on that alcoholic part. Yeah. And everything else went out the window. It, it, I literally became just a waste of a human, you know, which I was. I admit, admit that there's a lot that I don't remember. There's a lot that I probably could have done. But, you know, everything happens yeah. for whatever reason. But, you know, then that, that Kennedy video happened, the YouTube video. And then I just. I, I I don't give myself an option. There's nights like being up here is, is tough sometimes because I'm alone and I know that I can. You're not alone. Yeah, you know. Okay. Right. <laughs> but we talk about I, I forget who I talked. Uh, we talked to somebody recently about an issue they had, and they talk about the voice that they hear. Yeah. And they even said it's a he. So like, I hear that voice. I hear that voice even right now. Um, that was that was a very surprising. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, you never know who you yeah. never know what somebody's going through. They could be smiling. You know, they could put all that stuff out on social media that you know. Life's great. Live the life, and you know, even I'm guilty of you know, sometimes a, a facade that you know, like I'm. But you know, I was telling him the other day, like a few months ago, I was struggling mentally. You know couple times I thought, well, you know, maybe I need to do something, you know, go talk to somebody or go do this or, you know, I still taste alcohol. You know, I think I'm, I always say seven years, but I think we're over seven yeah, years. You've been saying seven years for a year. So, so one of the things that went with my alcohol is the brain doesn't work as good as it does, you know, did, but um, yeah, like 
I think it's evil, and that's something we could get into. Like um, that evil, whether it's whatever it is you believe in, there's something working against you, and you know whether it's alcoholism or drugs or speeding down the road for no reason. Two people. I'm sure you heard just now. I yeah. mean, we're all adrenaline junkies, but <laughs> yeah, I you just gotta find. Well, the so the the devil, the enemy, however you want to say, it, Satan, um, looks to isolate us. If you can get isolated, yeah. that's when he can just destroy you. You know, and alcohol can isolate you. Um, you know, <clears throat> people say, you know, uh, the 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 uh, the devil tries to get you, like for marriages, prize. The devil's trying to get you in the bedroom. But then once you're married, he's trying to keep you out of the yeah. if you know what I'm if you know what I'm saying there, yeah. right? Yeah, it works like <clears throat> trying to isolate what God has created, that 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 bond, that marriage, right? They're trying to isolate it. And the same thing with just individuals in general. Like if you're isolated, we're not meant to be alone. And if you, you isolate yourself, that's when things like alcohol and drugs and all those other things can really creep in and uh you get out of control. So uh, I'm guilty of it too. You know, there's times, even though, you know, I have my wife, she's awesome. There's times where it's like, man, I, you know, I need my buddies or whatever. You know, if we have like a hiatus or, you know, off work for a little while, you know, I don't have that camaraderie, that yeah. fellowship with yeah. the guys. Um, that's something male bonding we're designed for. And, um, you know, it's, it's tough for men to admit those things that they need the help that they need like somebody to lean on yeah we're men yeah i mean you need you need that band of brothers um um somebody we know recently spoke about those friends that you need i wish i could have a a viral video like that but you know you do have to build that (laughs) kind of yeah my problem is i did this by myself i did have help obviously in my family but my wife you know and everything and but I did it myself. I didn't go to therapy. I didn't go to, I didn't do AA or anything like that. And I still do it by myself because I'm the one who makes me do this. And, and I'm not, I think that's an abnormal thing because a lot of people need sort of a, and and I'm the same way. Like I've, I've made some really bad decisions in my life, but I've, after every one of those bad decisions, even like if I make them, a lot of them in a row, I've still made the decision to change things, to change my trajectory. Yeah. Because you know? hey, at the end of the day, it's, it's you. Yeah. But I, that's that's hard for a lot of people yeah. because they're afraid to look in the mirror. I, you know, I posted something about that here recently, right? Everybody's afraid to look in the mirror because they're afraid to see what, what they might see. Um, and they don't want to hear it. Yeah. They don't want to hear, hey... You know, I don't want to be around you anymore. I don't want to, that's either going to make you, it's going to, you're either going to go in a trajectory of now I'm just going to go off. I'm completely done now. They don't even want me around. Now I'm just going to, well, that's it, you know, or you're going to be like, wake up. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's sometimes when you show that, you know, you show real friendship and people that that care will step in because you get a buddy that's, you know, just over dealing with your crap and not understanding what you're going through yeah um you know obviously military we have that camaraderie we have the understandings are there we have a buddy of yours that is not military doesn't understand that they're just gonna write you off yeah not understand i think you're just being being a 
Well, that was the biggest shock. You know, you're in the especially for me, I was in the, in the army. You know, we would run any city we went to. You know, we're, whether we're in Florida or we're somewhere in North Carolina, any bar we go to, that's our bar. And if you're acting like an idiot, they're just going to take care. Of you. They're going to they're going to take care of you. They're going to get you to your barracks. They're going to get you. And they know, hey, gravy, he's. We're going to go do karaoke. He's probably going to fight somebody. I was known. I was known <laughs> as wanting to fight everybody. I would take my shirt off wherever we were, yeah. and I would fight people and. They would know that and they would say, oh, here he goes, you know, get ready. Yeah. And they would either let me go a little bit or they would, you know, reel me in. But then you get out and civilians, they look at you like, what, what is wrong with this guy? What does he talk about? A coin, a coin. Mm. You know, you go to a bar, you, you do the coin challenge. They don't give a crap about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they'll just straight up, you know, throw you down a flight of stairs, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, which happened. And, yeah. and that's why I don't go to Ebor City anymore. But <laughs> like, there's a time in your life where you just need to just fix it. Yeah. Like I say, it's so easy, but it it really was as simple for me as I literally just poured the shit down the stuff. Well, you had you had, a, you had a uh, what's it like an aha moment, right? Yeah. Well, speech. I had a the Tim Kennedy video. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. <clears throat> But that replays, and sometimes if if, if I'm feeling like um, I'm getting away, I'll watch that video again, yeah. and, and it'll just be like, boom. You know, I don't know why it did that. I don't know what so, about the thing, but it's just really, you have to be. I feel like I, I feel like we talked about it. I, I have a really bad memory too, but um, and I just started doing this routine again. But it's called MFT Twenty Eight. There's a guy named Greg Plitt. Uh, he. <laughs> Reminds me, you remind me of him a little bit with your crazy videos, but he um, he was a Green Beret fitness model, all this stuff. And when I found him, it sounds weird, but when I started, you know, yeah, when I discovered him, <laughs> I was going through uh, uh, separation leading towards divorce, so depression and all that stuff. I had been back from Afghanistan for maybe a year and a half at that point. Um, so all those, there's a lot of negative things, but I, so I turned my focus towards working out and just like his motivational video. So similar to like with, with Tim Kennedy and, um, yeah, so it, it just reminds me cause I just started it again, but you know, <clears throat> it doesn't matter when ultimately you should look towards God to get for you, you know, for healing and everything, but God puts these people in these roles to, you know, kind of steer you. Right. Yeah, kinda, and it, let it happen. Like it's a god's fight. It, you yeah. know. Yeah. That video for you reason. was a godsmack. Like, all right, it literally was. Yeah. It, it was literally. I don't even know how to describe any part of it. As it, 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 it just, it was overnight. You know, and yeah, it's out there. Like, it, it, you don't have to be who you are if you don't like it. No one's making you be yep. an alcoholic or no one it, it, it and you people are drug addicts or whatever it is, you know, that you're you're the one doing it. It's not because of your wife or your kids or Afghanistan or Iraq. Yep. It, these yeah. these are all excuses. excuses yep. And and veterans are the worst. I used to be the veteran in a bar. I fought for your yep, so country. Yeah. I did this, blah, blah you owe me drinks. Yep. And I hate that person. Yeah. That is gravy. That's old gravy. Like people entice me sometimes when we're out. Like 
you know, just one drink, you know. I'm like, you don't want to see who comes out because it's still there, you know. Right. Sometimes I miss that person because that person had fun and did different kind of fun, but it was not <laughs> damaging. It was bad. <laughs> but you don't have to be that person. No. I, you know, it's everyone's. I hate excuses. Yeah. I hate, you know, I can't run. You can run. You choose not to run. I can't. You lift. set. You set your own limitations. Yeah. I don't. In, in my household, we don't use can't. Yeah. I can't do the dishes, or I can't do. No, it's. But I guess you can't. You're choosing <laughs> not to. Yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah. can't. I can't. I, I don't ever use that word. Like I said, you, you know, I think it was you earlier. I. I forget what you said. I, I can't do something, but I'm unable to do something. Or I there's other words, but can't is a definitive word. Like oh, we were talking about uh, doing the Murph. I said I can't do pull ups. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I can, just not very, exactly. not very well because different <laughs> injuries and stuff. We, last time, one of the times we were out, we we knocked out the Murph. We went over to the base and we were out there. We, we and um, same thing. I was like, I can't, I can't do these pull ups. Yeah. And he's he like, will. oh shit. He's like, one at a time. Jump up, get one. Drop down, take and, a break. And that's, I mean, that's the, the awesome, like, I love that you guys have that. Um, and that's the same thing with like Bobby and Grant and, you know, a couple other guys at work. We just continue to push each other um, <clears throat> to do do things. You know, like, I like, oh, screw it. I went out there and jumped in the snow and did that snow jump. Not that crazy, but. It was freaking cold. Listen, most people, other people, people most people it. didn't listen, even go outside that day. Listen, I I hate the cold. Yeah. With a passion. I got excited when I saw him. Like he he yeah, he's, he's, I was already he's, dressed. He's, I'm he's like, weird. He's, we gotta go. Yeah. Are you up? I said, are you so up? give a little context was, real quick. Uh, <laughs> if, if you haven't seen it, I um, woke up I guess it was Monday morning, yeah, because we had that snow. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have the energy to jump in the cold plunge right now. I don't know if I have how thick the ice is. <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna jump out there and do a snow angel and call out uh, uh, um, Mike and and Ryan and just because I know it was gonna spread from there. Yeah. It wasn't anything crazy. It was it was cold. It was like real feel. It was like negative four, I think, it or whatever. Was cold. It was cold. It was cold. Yeah, and I shoes love and socks on. Yeah, I, I had shorts on. on, a t-shirt. I put a beanie on. Just I put my old army beanie on, just because I was just going with the vibe or whatever. And I went out there, and I thought my dog was gonna attack me the whole time, but she just darted <laughs> off into the road. But um, luckily there's nobody out. But you know, I just jumped out there, did a you know a little snow angel, and then called you guys out, and then uh, I, I I had this fear. I'm like, man, half of these mofos are just gonna go jump in their pools. <laughs> and I was like, I don't have a pool, but um, yeah, it. So it's so just I, channel, like I said, just challenging people, you know, challenge each other, do stuff. So you guys, yeah, I, I hate hands down. I hate the cold. I hate the cold. Um, I, I did start getting into into the cold plunge. That's a whole other story. Again, love hate. Yeah. I hate the cold. I will bitch endless about the cold. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Florida boy. I don't like the cold. I've been deployed enough in the cold to know that I, I that's it. Um, but it was something about your post. I looked at it and I was hyped. Yeah. That was, and, and immediate. He's fully clothed. What? What? This isn't. 
No, it's not even a question. We're gonna up. We're gonna up this yeah. so much. I knew, and I knew, I knew. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna get one up in so many different ways. But that marine, was that was part of it. The marine panties got on. Yep. The I thought about doing off. it, but I didn't think my wife was gonna be okay. I wasn't okay with it. I, I tell you what, I was. So we're we're over at the hotel. Yep. Um. So we, I, I talked with Mike prior to, and I'm like, listen, I'm jumping in the pool. Yeah. We're gonna do the snow angels. They're going to knock out some push-ups. They were going to jump up, and we're going in the pool. Yeah. And and I would have, however, um, being here as instructors. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and being on TDY orders in yep. a hotel, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna gamble that and get in trouble. The old gravy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many beers? No, I'm just yeah. Uh, so you guys. How long do you think you're outside? Building up to it. Like, building up. We, yeah, it was a good 20, We stood in the minutes. hallway. For about <laughs> we'll get out of here. I don't want like, to. And he's like, well, he, he you got like, your regular shoes on. You might want to get your boots on. They're waterproof. I'm like, that's a good idea. So I run I was just buying time. I, oh, I'm that's telling you, I so hate funny. Them. He's like, okay, you ready? I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I was sitting there. I'm like, I called these dudes out. And like, it was it was morning time. I thought, I'm like, I'm like, there's no way he's doing that much editing to the video. Well, I was I, literally about to say, like, what's I, the deal? What's I had already took my the pre-workout and I was going to actually work out oh, yeah, and then he answered me I'm like well I already drank I'm like I'm going to work out he's like oh I gotta go do it that's cool. <laughs> it was like it was what like 10 maybe 9 30 I don't know uh, but but we were colder down there than we were than you were here you said probably. what was it we yeah, were 22 right, right by the river it was 11 degrees felt my like hands were frozen yeah. and then these guys jumping in the pools our maniacs. If you guys, that's too much. Listen, I, I, can't do that. I, I am very that proud, Brian. <laughs> I think the water would have been warmer than the snow, though. No way. I would have been. I you would see have the been. look on their faces. Brian, <laughs> Brian was hurting. I am so proud of him for doing it. Oh. I called uh, Brian. He's you know the deputy chief over in advance. I was like, hey, he's been on here as well. Okay. Uh, Brian Schultz. He, um, Kirk called him out because Kirk works for him. Oh, mm. big papa. That was freaking <laughs> funny. Uh, Kirk, who was on the episode uh, with the fasting, he went out <coughs> with a cowboy hat on <laughs> and stripped down, down to his boxers. I don't think he posted it, but it was funny oh, as heck. So he calls out Brian. So Brian's like, oh, hold on. I'm going to one-up you. Like, Damn it. He's going to jump in his pool. Like I knew all these people are just jumping in their pools. Yeah. But, so he, he walks out. He's fully clothed. Oh, yeah. He took his clothes off. He laid down, did a snow angel, then got up and, like, all right, one second, took all his clothes off, did the snow angels, and yeah. then jumped in his pool. I'm like, you jerk. But he said it hurt. Because he doesn't do that stuff. But I was so proud of him. And that's the thing, man. You're just doing stupid, silly things like that. Challenges challenges people yeah. to do things. I don't know how many people ended up doing it. I saw people as far as Kentucky, Tennessee doing it. I don't know where the snow all went, but I had people all the way up Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania saying if they got snow, they'd do it. Yeah, but you know, it's just it's silly. It's well, you fun. saw you saw what the uh, my dad died of Lou Gehrig's disease or, or ALS. Yeah, but they did the you know the, the ice, ice thing, yeah, and that did. thing exploded. Yeah, you know, it's little we things like that. that. Not to mess it. Maybe yeah. we make our own. Do it for Weedify. Yeah, so do the Weedify like challenge. That. What can we do? There's a million things. Yeah, I remember. Minus the I remember for us, we uh, when I was at Fort Lee, they had um, it was like it was an old pump that you pull the cord and it would like dump water oh, in yeah, the trains. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It was at like a train depot on post, yep. so they they got up underneath that. 
Jesus. Hey, but it, it raised millions and millions, millions of dollars. So. Yeah, but you actually brought up the idea of doing something like that like monthly. Yeah, for your for you know for like a warrior challenge every month. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then we can use all of our channels to sort of push it and yeah. and raise money or or you know pick a pick a nonprofit for that month or something like at that. At the very least, even if you can't like contribute monetarily or something, at least you're challenging yourself to do something you yeah. didn't think you yeah. would do or could do. That and show and that's what it's all about. Show the support for yeah. everybody else. Yeah, sharing it and embrace the suck. <laughs> It's only for a second, you know. Let's do a taser challenge. My hands are right no. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. Taser challenge. No. Have you ever, challenge. you ever seen? Uh, remember when they used to do the cinnamon challenge? You ever done a spoonful oh, yeah, of cinnamon? Yeah, yeah, spoonful of cinnamon. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I get some cinnamon. Real it's not this. No, 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 I'm just down. puke everywhere. So the there's the cinnamon challenge, and then there's the uh, uh, saltine cracker challenge. I, I did that. I've tried that. Okay, so this guy. Maybe he didn't do the crackers, but he did the cinnamon. But he took a whole, like, took the cap off a whole freaking thing. You're only supposed to do like a teaspoon. Yeah. It's impossible to, oh, to stomach. Okay. Goes like this because it instantly drives your mouth out. He took the whole bottle of thing and then his buddy pepper sprayed him. I don't know how that kid didn't how did die. You, how did you Jeez. live through that? I don't know how he didn't die. He's like, it gives me anxiety thinking about it. Yeah, because then you can't breathe. Did it for the how are you going to be able to breathe? Yeah, you did. You got to do everything for the gram. Right. Yeah. That's why I do it. I, I think it's for the vine back then. Oh, yeah, vine. Wasn't that what it was called? Do it for the vine. Yeah. Yeah, you get a, I mean, I don't know. I had a buddy who used to chug maple syrup. Like, he could finish an entire thing of maple. Like, we don't even know why he did it. But yeah. He would just do it. Yeah. The entire thing in one sitting. Yeah, I get doing that stuff, you know, for, for a purpose. For a, do it just because. I remember uh, we were practicing for graduation uh, for basic training. Maybe it was guaranteed. Either way, I found this this freaking uh, worm. It, it, this thing was over a foot long, maybe even close to two. It was huge. Oh, a worm. A worm. Okay. It just ran, and this worm was huge. Okay. So I was like, somebody's like, eat it. I'm like, I'll eat it for 100 bucks. If you can gather up 100 bucks, I'll eat it. Sort of round, gathered up a hundred bucks, I balled that sucker up, and swallowed it whole. Like, oh, we wanted you yeah, to chew it. Like, moving around. Protein. They're like, we wanted oh. you to chew it. I was like, you didn't say that. hundred, easy hundred bucks. Um, yeah, that was shenanigans back in the day. But <laughs> yeah, I think um, I might do that, man. Just find something every yeah. month and new month coming up. Collaborate and everybody come up with something. Well, I'll actually be down in Florida. Maybe y'all, we can link right. up. Well, are you going to the MTT? Yeah, but I'll be in Orlando. That's even closer to us. Yeah. It's only an hour, an hour 45. We could go yeah. to. We'll do something down there for yeah. this next one. Because I'll be there. Bobby and I will be down there from uh, the 27th to the 5th. Yeah. So maybe. What shift do y'all work? This, this month? Yeah. What shift do you guys work? We Regular. Yeah, Monday, Monday, through, Monday through Friday, every other Monday off. 7 a.m. to 4. Mm-hmm. Okay. We might figure something out. We'll go wrestle a gator or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> we got them. <laughs> Come on down. I don't like the ocean. Uh, or well, lakes. cool. Uh, man, I just put, uh, we'll wrap it up. I 
think dinner's about ready. I'm hungry. But um, I'm really proud of you both. Um, Dan, for you having rolled twice before coming down here and you're rolling with some, like, some gorillas, as Ryan calls us. Ryan's a, a, just a whole different animal in general. Yeah. And I'm really proud of you, man. I really hope you, you continue with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I pre- appreciate the, uh, the train. Yeah, man. And you, you guys have leveled up so much already, and we still got two more days. Um, but I, <clears throat> you know, with that, you know, I, I can see it. You're going to you're gonna help touch more people in that aspect and help um, just level them up. So I'm proud of you for that, man. Um, just keep that up. Just be humble with it. And Mike, man, same thing. I'm proud of you for building him to where he is now and humbling him, helping him push. And, you know, obviously speaking on the jujitsu aspect, you're also been doing the workout stuff for a while, but, you know, you've said you've had multiple people sign up for Weedify, and that's that's more than just about jujitsu. You know, it's, it's it's a way to help veterans cope. Yeah. With things. One's, one's a win, so. Yeah. That's 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 the same thing with this podcast, man. If I can help one person, I don't even have to ever meet them or know them or hear about it. If what the shenanigans, you know, with hearing my dogs and all other craziness that this unprofessional podcast sounds like, if it can help at least one person, that's all it's about. Well, a couple people reached out on the last one, you know, who I didn't assume or knew listened, you know, and if there's something they could take from any of the podcasts, you know, it's worth doing yeah and it's fun to do yeah it's a good way to get things out and just chatting man yeah so actually now uh looking here your your episode uh first episode we did has made it up to the fifth most downloaded we'll tune into the next one because we're we're gonna say we'll we'll be naked but that won't really matter i mean we're not on camera so that'll be you never know we'll keep that just for us Uh, maybe not maybe (laughs) we'll do it it on we'll we'll do the whole podcast doing headstands make it about 30 seconds before you pass out no we you know i speak for both of us but i'm you know especially me it's it's an honor to you know be able to train with you guys and and they if no one knows who these guys are you know you see instructors on Instagram and maybe at your police academy and you look at them and you're like, these guys can't do anything. I don't know why I'm listening. Um, I encourage you to, to, if they, if they, if you know, they train somewhere, go train with them outside. Um, but they allow, allowed us into their dojo, you know? And so it's, it's been super humbling for me. So, and it's like I said, you know, it lit a fire even more for me. So give me a year and we'll be going even harder. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't, if you come back next year, don't bring some crazy, we'll have to come in the summer. crazy yeah. winter weather. Oh, yeah, we'll come in the summer. Yeah, it, it'll be cooler for you if you come here in the summer. Well, still We've been hot. here for every season. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's for the whole crew, for all the GDR guys and. Clark and everyone and uh, you know it's these guys are the real deal it's, it's always good to, to train with people who don't just talk they do so yeah. um, I encourage you to surround yourself with those people mm. not the talkers but you know the doers very down to earth and humbled mm-hmm. well, I, I humbly appreciate that um, 
so you haven't listened to my podcast. You're on my podcast, but you never listened to it. I have no, no, yeah, uh, but I what I, I'm going to go ahead and pray us out, and just that's what we do. So, uh, uh, dear Heavenly Father, uh, I just want to thank you for these these men um, that you brought into my life. They've leveled me up um, this past uh, eight days. We still got a couple more days with them. Um, I'm just so grateful that I am able to be surrounded by men that are like-minded, strong, um, and just, you know, focused on building up other people. And, um, you know, that's what it's all about is just bringing more glory to your kingdom. And, uh, hopefully <clears throat> through their outreach, you know, we can continue to do that and just help physically and mentally and spiritually, uh, bring more people to you. Um, and, uh, I pray for their safe travels back to Florida. It's a little bit of a drive. Um, but we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank y'all. Talk to y'all. See y'all next time.